This is What You Spinning, episode 35, boys. 35. Five away from our next uh, themed episode, our next big one, which I'm super stoked about. We were just kind of finalizing some stuff, some logistics about episode 40. That'll be a fun one. And then we were also talking about uh, a couple other things that are coming down the pipe uh, for What You Spinning and a couple of very soon uh, coming episodes there'll be some good the, some good shit going that we'll announce uh here at the end uh but i'm dorian i'm doing fantastic uh there's matt and there's jacob how you boys doing good doing, doing good. good i heard a meow all yep right. <laughs> <laughs> podcast. there's the podcast the, po- the podcast yep podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh but uh, let's go ahead and uh, kick this sucker off. Uh, we're going to do that by bringing up uh, Jacob's pick for this week. So what do you got for us, man? Yeah, so um, this pick I got for y'all was uh, 99.9% by K. Trinata. some dance electronic music um, this is the front cover this is the back got a lot of details um, the inside of it it's a gatefold there's like a it's like it's like I don't know a, a slot cool a that slot I think I don't know um, but yeah it's a double album one of my favorite dance albums uh, in the upcoming years. Um, I got a lot of appreciation for it, um, but yeah, what are what are you guys' thoughts on it? It was fun, like you said. It's kind of it's got that poppy dance vibe to it, and then it kind of gets a little rappy. And like some of the like got it good just hooked me right away. The hook on that is so good, and it, you know, kind of sets the tone for the album as far as how diverse it is. It was fun. It's like a, it's got a lot of peeps on it, you know. You got Bad, Bad, Not Good, Sid, Anderson Pac on there. It's kind of cool to hear that. Um, I enjoyed it. It just got me moving a lot. You know, I listened to it a lot when I was driving to work last week and the week before, and it's just good driving music, good vibing music. So it's a fun album, and I like the album cover. It's so unique. It's so bright and colorful. And I saw that there was another uh, alternative cover. I'll send that picture to you, Dorian, so you can throw it on the, the screen. But it. It was it was just as unique as that one. So really, damn, okay, really unique band, and uh, I was vibing the whole time I listened to it from from back to front. Yep, it it is very very good. It and you know, Catronata. You know, I feel like a lot of people will recognize him from his production work on you know some bigger like as a feature producer on some big like rappers stuff. So he's 
more known for that but then you listen to stuff like the album kicks off with track uno which is a very very sound like dance ed like almost borderlining on like a house music kind of genre track mm. and it's like very technical like there's a lot of chop synths in it which is something that you don't even see a lot in most house music it's like i i recognize it because that's the shit i like to do when i mix so i was like oh man yeah. this man, he's chop something like goddamn and there's stuff like that throughout and then it, it'll go from and i love the flow of the album too because it'll go from track uno which is very much like you know oh okay we're starting off and then the next track is bus ride which is almost a fucking jazz song like it's just yeah. it, it was almost like lazy afternoon off a of fucking Basra, you know. It's just very laid back. And the drums chill. on that, the drum track on that is fucking nuts. It's amazing, and so to have that polarity between the first two tracks alone is fucking awesome. So I, I really liked this. It was my first actual, like you would ask me if I had heard 99.9% and I feel like I heard some like the Anderson pack feature on it or something. And uh, so this is my first time listening to it cover to cover. And I'm glad you brought this up because God damn, it was a, it was a, it was a journey, you know? Yeah. Hey, yeah, there's a, there's a pod got though. <laughs> yes. It, it looks like that he, rec- they recorded 15 tracks with bad, bad, not good. And they only selected two. Which is crazy. Oh, it's like, what do the what do the other tracks sound like? You know, That's yeah, like, yeah. They had so much, you know, collaboration, and we're so well working together. It's pretty cool. Damn, yeah. Did not know that. It's it is very feature heavy. There's a lot of features on it. Almost all the tracks have a feature on it, um, which I think it's what's cool. It's, it's what's unique because it like shows that he can work with a lot of people. Um, yeah, he's a Haitian Canadian uh, producer um he used to mix a lot of like remixes that he would do um and that's kind of how he got popular he he made a remix for a janet jackson song um that just like blew up and really like launched his career and then for this to be like his debut album for it to have you know anderson pack on it bad bad not good uh you got gold link it's got you know sid little dragon it's got like these like very big like names on it um it's really crazy that like he was able to come up with this as like just a starting album um and then his following project uh bubba it actually won two grammys um when that came out um i think it came out like two years after 2019 so three years after um so he was like destined for for greatness, you know, with what he was doing, where, where he was going. So, Keitronada is one of the bigger, like, dance, EDM, like, producers um, right now. Um, I've always been a fan of his stuff, his new stuff that he came out with, his new EP. with uh, It's got a Makami uh, feature on it, and a Thundercat, and uh, a Her feature on it. All super fantastic songs, also definitely go check them out. But yeah, man, it's it's like very upbeat, very, you know, you hear it and you kind of want to like, you know, move to it, dance to it. So it's kind of been the, the vibe that I've been feeling lately. Um, it, yeah. it, 
it makes me also like you know be more productive i feel like when i'm listening to it i like do stuff more i like you know move around more so mm -hmm. yeah but uh, glad you guys liked it for sure yeah it was fun yeah it uh inspired me to you know start listening you know kind of because i go through these like phases with music to where i'll be like super into one genre for a while and i haven't been on like an edm phase in a while and after listening to this album uh over the past two weeks like wednesday on i've just been listening to a bunch of fucking like house music and you know yeah. old like old school like french techno and mm -hmm. like probably after i edit this episode i'm busting out the tables because i'm like i haven't mixed in so long i just gotta get on i just gotta start i just gotta get back into it so yes yeah no it's it's same thing it, it i was going back into a bender of like electronic music edm music that i was like listening to again and like reminiscing all these like memories um i've this is someone that like when i talk when i think about concerts i always think about like EDM concerts and like, you know, house and stuff like that. Um, I've always been a fan of Kitronada. I've wanted to go to his shows. I know people that have gone. Uh, my sister's gone. Um, super jealous. I've always wanted to go. Um, it'd be, you know, one of my bucket list things. But right. yeah, definitely his music. It's, it's insane. Um, one of my favorite tracks is that Bad Bad song. Because it's majority Bad Bad. Like, it's mm -hmm. just them playing music. I don't think he really comes up until later on. I could be wrong, but it sounds like it's mainly just Bad Bad because it's, like, all live instrumentation. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Matt, uh, I'll just jump in real quick. One of the things that I like... <laughs> you jump in. And then I'll jump over to your house and I'll hit you with the people's elbow from the top rope. It's the uh, Dorts coming at you. Yeah, big Dorts is gonna fly at you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that I've really liked about this album and that kept me coming back and constantly checking to make sure the song hadn't changed was how damn near every track, even the ones with you know like vocals on it had a second part to it and it was like a hard transition like glowed up with andy that song you know has it it's an anderson song you know it has that feel throughout it like katronada knew what he was doing making that and then it has this like almost dark sounding kind of just beat for like the last minute and a half of it and that happened that kind of shit that that crazy transition to so to show like a polar opposite kind of sound almost is yeah. prominent on almost every song and that's what i really really liked about this was it was like damn man it's like there's x amount of songs on it but it feels like there's twice as many because you know you get these yeah. like weird little lucy beats at the end yeah that's that's what's cool about them too like when producers and like djs do beat switches um where they're like it'll be the same song but it sounds like it's a whole different track you know the second half of glowed up um on light spots he does that he starts slower and then he builds up with like a vocal um he does that a lot on a lot of these songs um and it's cool that it shows that it shows that he can you know how he's mixing it how he you know combines them together it works on a track it makes it sound like it's two different tracks but it's just one um so yeah, really cool. Um, 
the album cover on it is really what I can like stare at and look at just in detail because there's like just so much that goes into everything. Um, that's what's really neat also to, you know, visually look at. But um, yeah, another thing too I wanted to bring up, which is weird. I don't know if it's just me, but whenever I listen to like EDM and like electronic music, something about a female vocal on an on a song mixed in with like a beat drop or something it just sounds so good like it mixes so good together exactly um, and it's why weird. it's it's why it's like prominent you know you hear like there are so many very talented female vocalists that aren't popular outside of that genre because it just it's like fucking peanut butter and jelly, dude. Like yeah. EDM music from fucking stuff like Caetronata to the most aggressive shit like fucking, uh, you know, like Skrillex or Excision, or, you know, Sullivan King, all of those big heavy mm. dubstep artists. They also use a female vocal because there's just something about it with like an, a, a solely electronically produced track with that female vocal. You know, it could be yes. a fucking hype ass song or like one of those chiller you know kind of edm tracks and the female vocal just does it for me too i'm glad that you brought that up i didn't even yeah i wasn't even gonna touch on that but you bring up a fucking excellent point dog dude it does it carries so hard like the song with little dragon um it's so good her vocals on it are super good the sid song is probably one of his bigger songs just in general that he's like ever done um same thing with uh, the one with shaylia also fantastic like all these female like influence songs that there's a female vocal on it it mixes so well it sounds so good i don't know what it is i don't know what it is but it's i'm like a sucker for it i love it um but yeah it's kind of cool that he had also rappers on it he had fonte on it fonte is also really cool underground rapper i've never that was my introduction to Fonte. Is he worth giving a listen to? Yes. Yeah, definitely listen to his stuff. He it he okay. kind of leans towards R and B at some points, but he's he's really good. He's a really good um, like artist. Also, um, okay. Vic Mensa was on here. I'm not the biggest Vic Mensa fan, but I felt like it was mm -hmm. okay of a track. Yeah, it was good for it. It was good for a Vic Mensa feature. I'll give him. I'll give him credit. It was good for Vic Mensa feature. He hasn't had a good track since You Mad with Kanye West. Um, R.I.P. Oh, yeah. his career. Uh, also, real quick, touching on that. that Have you seen that video, Jacob, of Kanye West coming out at like a Chicago thing with Vic Mensa performing that song? No, I have not. There's like someone someone took a video. It was one of those like social experiment things that Chance the Rapper was doing in like the 2016 to like 2018 era. Like the, that year. And uh, Vic Menza is performing You Mad, which has that Kanye West feature. And he's performing it. And, it, and it's literally like a high school gymnasium that has a stage. Like that's the kind of venue they're playing in. And okay. someone is like recording the concert on their phone. And Kanye West comes out from the fucking back door. And it's like the loudest scream on any cell phone recorded video you've ever seen. Like, <laughs> like bigger than any sporting thing you've seen, like a fan shot video of. It's like obnoxiously loud, God. but it's fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that was. That I didn't. I didn't know they had a song together, Vic Mensa and Kanye West. 
Yeah, you mad. It's it's Vic Mensa's best song, other than uh-huh. his early shit he did with Chance the Rapper. Huh. Okay. I'll definitely need to look on that, because that sounds hilarious. If it sounds like the story that they're screaming like so loud, it's like, <laughs> like just rumbling find- speakers. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, but uh but yeah, we could uh we could get into the top threes on this. Um I can go first. Hell yeah. Um so if I'm going top threes, uh honorable mention. Uh I'm gonna go Vivid Dreams. Uh love that song. Um Vivid Dreams, it's got who it's got. Uh River Tibber, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um also fantastic. Um, and then top three, I'm gonna go uh, light spots. I love that beat switch. Um, Leave me alone with Shaylia. She's got a beautiful voice. And then bullets with Little Dragon. That's my favorite song. We'll listen to that song so much. I'll just put it on and gets me hyped. Gets me feeling productive. Um, but yeah, just look at the the rest of the track. It's it's all phenomenal. So. Nice. Yeah. Uh, go you want to go next, mention? Matt? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, honorable mention, Wait Off for me. And then 3 to 1, I got Got It Good. I really liked Breakdance, Lesson Part 1. Nice. Fun little dance vibe to it. And then my top was One Too Many. Nice. That's a good top three. Uh, for me, Honorable Mention, Bus Ride. And then also one too many. Those are my honorable mentions. Number three, or actually, scratch nope. that. Nope, uh, you can't change your mind. Nope, you already said well, it. Well, then I'll <laughs> add a, okay, well, then I'm adding a third honorable mention, uh, despite the weather. Two's the I max. Two's like the max. That. You can't do three. <laughs> no, I'll do three. Fuck <laughs> uh, Despite the weather is an honorable, honorable mention. Uh, PSS. Uh, number three for me, glowed up. Number one or number two, light spots, and then numero uno was track uno for me. Nice, cool, great start, great start to an album. Absolutely, Definitely. it hooks you in that when it like breaks down, it's like doom, doom, doom. doom. It's got like that Donkey mm-hmm. Kong fucking feel to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it hooked me. I was like, can I just listen? I, like, I literally the first when I first played this two weeks ago, I listened to that first song. Like the like that and bus ride. I did that two song rotation like again right after I heard it. I was like, God damn! Like what a fucking what a run. Uh, but anyway, that was ninety nine point nine percent by K Tronada, which was my man Jacob's pick for this week. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, move on to the next one. But uh, who's do we want to talk about? I can go next if you want, or we can talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> Let's talk about your album, because your album's, for me, was a little bit melancholy because of, you know, this being his last album and everything, but we'll go into that when we start with. Good yeah, pick. all right. Good pick. Thank you. Well, we'll, well, let's go with mine then. And my album was Swimming by Mac Miller. 
I'm so above and beyond You take drugs and make it up way up where we on Space shuttle Elon Time we don't waste much Fuck when we wake up Then I have her sang just like Celine Dion Catch me if you can but you'll never catch me Damn, hold not it, yes I am All the way in with no exit plan Already left and the jet don't land Yeah, the time is ticking Come take a racket inside This is highly different I'm talking fly, got a pilot with him Can I mind my business? Why you tripping? Give you something that your eyes can witness Ooh, you're too close I don't understand why you're doing the most You can love it, you can leave it His last album he put out uh, Before his untimely passing um it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite albums i own it's one of the ones i've spun the most uh i still listen to it like it's it's such a good fucking album and i'm so hyped to talk about it so i'll stop myself there because uh, i want to hear what y'all gotta say so for me I've, I've never listened to mac miller before not that i didn't you don't want to i just never you know never took the chance so <clears throat> i'm glad you brought this up because it was a good album to listen to it being his last album pretty much you know the the lyrical content and the, the atmosphere and the, the beats and everything they just blend so well together and he's so introspective talking about relationships and fame and all the pitfalls between that and it's just it's it's kind of a haunting record you know it's got that melancholy feel throughout it but it's also kind of upbeat and uplifting and positive in a way um I think it's a great way to go out. It's kind of harsh to say that, but he he went out with a bang. Um, so thank you for bringing this up because it was it was a fun listen for sure. Absolutely, I'm glad you liked it. It's probably, in my opinion, out of his albums, it's easily my favorite. Uh, he's had he had such a interesting kind of catalog when you listen to his early stuff, uh, like uh, Best Day Ever. Um, like his song Donald Trump, you know, Jacob, you and I have talked about his album Blue Side Park a lot and also watching movies with the sound off. All of that stuff in comparison, like this is such a different album for him. And then he had a posthumous album released called Circles, which is also fantastic, but it does incorporate a little bit more. It's like half this sound with half rap. So it's like a more blend of that. Uh, because apparently that album was uh, almost it was essentially wrapped right before he passed. Um, but yeah, it this album does a lot for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, same man. I've I've been listening to Mac Miller for a couple of years now, and I you know grew up listening to Kids, uh, Blue Slide Park, uh, watching movies, all those albums, and seeing him grow. And when this album came out. Uh, I remember listening to it, um, and then shortly after, you know, it happened, um, and it was fucking rough, dude. It was rough for music, rough for everyone, like, it was such a big loss, like, it was insane when it happened, it was really unexpected, um, but this that he left behind, I think it's, like, a staple now in his catalog. Um, it's one of my favorite albums also of his. Um, yeah, I got a lot of appreciation for it. Um, it's crazy, man. It is. It is. And it's like, I don't mean to like bring the podcast down, but like, it is wild <laughs> to think about. Like, this is a weird, it is like a weird fucking, uh, 
you know, to have to have something like this because it it has you know like the song two thousand nine. I'll admit has made me cry on multiple times on multiple occasions. You know, or like fucking hurt feelings is another one that you know just does something for me. There's and then there's songs like that. You know, like those two I just mentioned that are very slow and you know kind of like very emotional songs that'll strike a chord with you. And then there's songs like self care which was the biggest song off of this album and even the lyrical content in that song is dark but then there's hype ass songs like ladders which is probably my favorite song off the album Mm -hmm. uh just because of like the jazziness to it and everything and so to have that fucking i don't know what to like the the dis like the two wolves of this album almost you know there's some hype stuff on here but the lyrical content even to it will fucking you know make you sit down and think a little bit yeah yeah i think it's i think it's important too that you know all of us are bringing up artists that are immortal in a way whether it being like cobain or buckley or mac miller like it's it's good that we're bringing up music that's relevant and still is relevant even after they pass even if they go too soon you know I love yeah. that we talk about that kind of music, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I, think we, a- I think I think we had to bring up Mac Miller at some point because he was massive and is still very much listened to nowadays by you know the young generation, by everyone else that you know appreciates you know rap and you know like this alternative hip hop. Um, this album really kind of pushed him towards a more creative zone with how he was rapping. Um, and yeah it's it's cool that it has a lot of like hidden features and um like artists that helped out on it um he has uh i think one of the first songs uh hurt feelings uh j cole produced it which was interesting i didn't know i don't know if you knew that dorian um what's the use i did not yeah pretty cool uh what's the use that iconic the bass on it do 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 that's thundercat um, I, that I did know. Yeah, that's Thundercat yeah. for sure. Thundercat, crazy bass player. Um, me out. Yeah, it's got it's got Snoop Dogg on on the chorus too. Um, mm-hmm. I was looking at, I saw that. That was pretty interesting. I did not know that. That's first time. That one song is very like quote unquote feature heavy. It's actually kind of neat. Yeah. <laughs> that one track. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I and it's it's one of uh, my favorite also uh, Tiny Desk concerts that I'll watch. Um, I remember when it first came out, I watched that probably like 20 times, dude, in the same day. <laughs> like, they play, he plays a lot of songs off this album. Uh, he played uh, What's the Use? He plays 2009, um, Super Beautiful on that Tiny Death show also. It's, I think it's their biggest uh, like video on YouTube of Tiny Death, the Mac Miller. Um, but yeah, when I heard 2009, man, I... I almost cried again like it's crazy how it could still move me and move people like even after like so many years that it's happened um yeah man it's nuts it is and this is like a good accessible album for him because uh, i knew a lot of people became mac miller fans off of this album and then kids the popularity for the kids tape that he did early in his career went through the fucking roof 
to where to the point where it got repressed on vinyl. Oh, like it got official. Times. Yeah. A litany of times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um but yeah, man, this is one of my favorite albums to come out in it in the past five years. Uh it's probably the one that I listen to the most. Um just because it's it's fucking if you want to sit and get high and like feel some feels about, you know, based off of lyricism or whatever, you can do that. But I also, I'll just put this in the background and just do shit too, because it does make, it does have some stuff, some songs that make you kind of, you know, get moving oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But all, I, I love a uh, small world. That's always been one of my favorite mm-hmm. songs. Um, same thing with, uh, Dunno. I love Dunno. Um, Ladders. Um, I forgot about the, the beat switch on self care. Also a really good beat switch. Um, yeah, it, it, this whole album, like all the tracks, they don't miss <laughs> perfecto. Also super good song. Um, yeah, you could just go down the list and every song on it is, has a high point to it. So, yeah. Uh, and speaking on that, this top three was hard as fuck for me to pick. But I went with uh, number three for me was What's the Use. Number two was 2009. And number one for me was Ladders. And if you want to know about Honorable Mentions, just fucking listen to the rest of the album. Because <laughs> okay. I could have, like, honestly, fucking Hurt Feelings, another great track. Jet Fuel, fantastic song. There's so many, like like I said, this top three was hard for me to pick, but that's it, so. It's good. Yep. Go ahead, go. All right, I'll go. My my uh, honorable mention is um, ladders. Uh, if I'm going top three, I'm gonna go uh, 2009. Um, what's the use? And then small worlds. But I could really pick any other song on this album. It's yeah, I could switch any of them out. They're they're all really good. They are lots of great songs. Back to front uh, for me. Honorable mention was "So It Goes," and then three, two, one. I went with "Jet Fuel," "Self Care," and "Small Worlds" was my top choice. Fuck yeah, good stuff, guys. Yeah, yeah. Great picks. Um, well, that was "Swimming" by Mac Miller, which was my pick for this week. Uh. Let's go ahead and uh, take this bitch on home with Matt's pick for this week, huh? So, let's bring it on home. Bringing it on home. Uh, we're going back to 1992 uh, with The Far Side. Bizarre Ride 2.
Um, debut album. I love that back picture. Right. It's got that roller coaster vibe. And the drawings are cool. I'm not sure who the artist was. I should look that up. My bad. But considered one of the best alternative hip hop albums of all time. You know, mixed reviews when it came out, but as time progressed, it's you know, it's it's legendary. Yes. Uh, topics range from boy crushes, mama jokes, racial profiling, and they they kind of put a different spin on all those different topics, and they do it in a cool way that you don't, you can't really compare them to anybody. They're so goofy, and the way they write their songs was just very unique for that time. And I think it was a good time that they came out. You know, it's a De La Soul era, Arrested Development, that early '90s vibe where everything's just kind of more positive and kind of a joking but also serious phase um i love yeah. this album one of my favorite albums in the hip-hop genre what'd you guys think dude i mean you you put a pin right on it but for some reason to me you know you listen to at least you know people i talk to nowadays that are like oh i'm into like classic hip-hop uh, you know that old school stuff from the 90s i feel like this album does not get enough appreciation sometimes for True. It's Can you attest? It's underground. Yeah. It was underground even when it came out. Even for me, when I heard, I saw like a video on MTV late night, and I was like, "Oh, what the?" It was uh, passing me by, and I was like, "Oh, this is tight. Like, what is this? I've never heard this before." So they they just weren't very prominent in that era because it was, you know, that Dre, you know, Pac, and everybody's. That's the that's the vibe that era. You know, kind of got blindsided a little bit. Yeah, and it is to me like you bring up De La Soul. And to me, it's like if you put a Venn diagram together of a Tribe Called Quest and De La Soul, the middle part would just be Farside, yes. in my opinion. Yes, it's a good because comparison. it's Because it's got the positivity aspect, you know, behind, like you had said, Arrested Development, De La Soul, uh, the, instrument, the, the like beats and instrumentals behind it is very much so De La Soul. But then they also have a lot of fun with shit kind of like you know which is more like the tribe side and you know they get a little bit more serious with their lyrics at times um it's cool to hear i just want to the skits again were cool to hear you yes know, right yes the funny aspect it, the joking around you know quentin's on the way that shit's quentin's funny on stuff. the way yeah <laughs> quentin's <laughs> on his way yeah and it's okay dude i love that skit but i think this is something that they perfected far side their skits their skits are so good on this on lab cab like their skits are so fucking good and it leads them into the next track perfectly that that track leads on to um that uh pack the pipe which is my new one of my new favorite smokers anthems i think definitely if i'm getting high or like if 420 comes around that's going in my rotation like that song is fucking nuts um but yeah i think this album really when it came out and even more now that it's been given time for it to actually settle it's like you mentioned it's a classic it's their staple hip-hop album for a debut album um for all the members um, it has um, one of the former members, Jay Swift, that he was producing the majority of this. Um, but, you know, like Slim Kid, all these like really great, you know, iconic far side members rapping. And yeah, they really cemented themselves right from the get go as, you know, a group to, you know, look out for. 
Um, and even after time, it's gotten such appreciation from the masses for good reason. It's a fantastic hip hop album. Um, and I definitely what you said, Dorian, is true. It, it kind of flies under the radar for like old school hip hop. People think Tribe, people think De La Soul. Definitely, I would be thinking about this because it's around that same era. It has the same feel as, you know, this old school hip hop. So, yeah, definitely great refresher of like old school hip hop, the feel yeah. to it. It matches every point. It's not super serious. It's playful. It's funny. And it's, yeah, it's fantastic. It's not super serious. That's the, yeah, that's a great point. It's not super serious. It's just, yeah, it's just there. You know, they're doing their thing. It's great. And it's, and it's one of those curses, I feel like, the reason why it might fly under the radar is, one, because of the the other shit that was coming out during this year, and then immediately after that blew up, you know, Matt, you've got fucking one of the albums I'm talking about right behind you that, you know, kind of completely, you know, that kind of overshadowed uh, this a little bit. And then also, it's the curse of having one song just completely explode. That being Passing Me By probably their biggest song it's probably their biggest song yeah. at the music video i don't know if they had any other music videos but remember that one specifically same that's how i found out about farsight it was when i was getting into old school hip-hop and i was working at journeys i was managing the store and i would be opening and that was like the tape like the they would give us dvds that had music videos on them no oh, cool and the one for like uh back to school 2018 or whatever or like 20 yeah 2017 or whatever the fuck uh had passing me by and it had the music video on it and so that was my intro to these guys and uh it's also you know when all of this to say when a song like that blows up so fucking massively and nothing else really does that's all anybody's ever going to listen to so far side is immediately pinned as the passing me by guys and Mm -hmm. then that that album that the song came off of doesn't ever get any love and so i feel like that's why you know what jake and i are saying is it has unfortunately happened but i think i'm starting to see it more nowadays that people are like yo these guys were the shit yeah yeah but like you said when passing me by that was what drew us in and then once you dive into that album that specific album you're just like holy crap there's like there's so many unique hip-hop rhymes and beats and, and just flows it's just great it's just hard to compare that to anybody there's nobody that did like them ever no no oh. uh just one quick thing that i i have like two more things but i'll dive one in real quick on the dl that song yes. fantastic <laughs> it's funny that first fun. that the whole song is fucking it's hilarious fun. but that first verse might be the best ever rap verse about beating your dick i have ever heard in my life <laughs> sitting on the toilet no. <laughs> sitting on the toilet trying to close my eyes to make it or whatever you know <laughs> like trying to think mm-hmm. of what she did to me last night and i'm like i was yeah. fucking, dude i was crying at work laughing and everyone's like what are you what are you doing and i'm like i'm Listening to fucking Far Side, honestly, <laughs> of all things. <laughs> yes. That's a great song, by the way. Great track. <laughs> but... Altogether, yes. But that one <laughs> verse, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. We start off like with this? A lot of their songs are like that. Like, Ya Mama, it's like the the like coldest, like, mama diss track. Like, it's throwing shade. I don't know to whose mom. 
Um, but they're just they're like about each other's moms. I think they're just kind that, of, yeah, that's gotta be it. They're just like going at it. And then the ending of that, like, it's actually fucking hilarious. Um, it's like, <laughs> what did he say? Your mom, your mama jacked the Kool-Aid man for a sip. <laughs> your mama <laughs> an extra on the Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. Your mama's an extra on the Simpsons. <laughs> your mama walking down the sunset with the 99 cent on her back. Like <laughs> they're saying like this <laughs> nutty stuff. Yes. Um, like the craziest Your Mama diss track for sure. But um, one song that I liked a lot also, um, uh, I'm that type of blank. Uh, I don't know what it is. The hook, the fact that they're saying that, it sounds so good. And I think that's what's cool about it, that it's like so catchy that they make that word sound so good when they say that. I don't know. It makes me want to say it low-key but i'm not gonna say it <laughs> but it's like it's really good like it, it sounds really good that song's really good um a lot of their tracks they're really catchy really like upbeat and their hooks are fucking spot on um and then yeah passing me by that iconic intro like you hear that intro you hear the record crackling you know exactly what song it is yeah um and but- one thing I'll say, like, I don't know how y'all listen to music uh, or whatever, or the people listening. If you want to re, if you want to gain an extra layer of appreciation for passing me by, listen to that song with head, both headphones in and like actually like bump it. There is a crazy vocal echo effect that they do on every single verse to where at the end of the line, there will be like two different echo tracks that are timed differently that are doing the last, like saying the last word of the, of that line. And and it's for every single member of the group that raps on that, on that song. And it dude, last night I actually like, because when I'm at work, I have to have one earbud out, but I sat here and listened to it like loud in my earbuds for the first time ever for some, some fucking how. And I was like, Oh my God, this echo effect is amazing. It made me fall in love with that song again. Honestly. I have to re-listen to that and pick up on that. That's cool. Yeah, even if it, even if you just have like, sh- like you don't even have to have that good of earbuds, but like put them in and or uh, like if you have an Xbox headset or whatever console, slap that bitch on and crank that up and just sit there and listen to it for a minute because it is wild how they do that. Yeah, I didn't catch that, but I'll have to do that now because definitely. Like, uh, like, I feel like that's cool, too, when you just zone in, listen to music, just listen to it, it'll hit you. Um, something about that record crackle, too, dude, I don't know. Every mm-hmm. time I hear it, it sounds so, like, I don't know, it just fucking hits me right like, every time I listen to it. Um, and that bass line, too, the do-do-do-do-do-do, yeah. <laughs> that's iconic, dude. Mm-hmm. In my younger days. Yep. Now there she goes again, the dopest Ethiopian. <laughs> like, oh fuck, dude. You ain't gotta do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. There's so many things you can say about this album. It's just a good hip hop staple for that era and it's just all around just rounds everything out, you know. Their lyrics are real, they're not fake, they're not street, they're just talking about their lives, you know, they're just talking about what they're going through. Whether it be school or 
dating a girl or whatever. So it just it, it, you can relate to it a lot easier. It's a very accessible album for hip hop. I wonder wow. why they named Didn't it. Expect that. I wonder why they named it Bizarre Ride Two. Yeah, where's the first one? We want the underground tapes. What the hell's that at? Yeah, give me that. Give me that Lucy yeah. tape, dude. <laughs> yeah, there's gotta be a one yeah. somewhere. The album cover is really cool too. I love the album cover. I, it it looks like a ride I want to be on, but it looks like it's like right. never ending. Also, um, and I just I yeah. like the the artistic work. You know, they all look it's unique. Awesome. Every every single one of them look unique for sure. Yes, yes. I'll start off with top three. Um, let's see. Honorable mention. Just because we've been talking about Quentin's on the way, the skit, you know, it's just so oh my fun. God. It's just like, fine. <laughs> another Jay, we're going to get high today. And it's okay. It's just so good. Yeah. And then Return of the B Boy was another honorable mention. It's a great track. Uh, then 321, uh, Pass Me By, number three, because that was the first Far Side track I ever heard. And I'll always remember mm-hmm. that. Number two, Ya Mama. And then my, my top track was Other Fish. And the sea that in the sea that is, you know, I just love that that rhyme. It's so good, and the way it's kind of slow, and it, it feels like you're underwater in a sense for me. I don't know. It's a great track. Yes, it is. And with that, I'll dive in. No pun intended. No. Uh, honorable mentions for me, for better or for worse. Uh, the beat on that song was awesome, and I also liked how at the end it got like. It was like a mixture. It was like Brother Lynch hung lyrical content, but he almost sounded like Jonathan Davis uh, from Corn <laughs> talking at the end when he's talking about like, and I'll pick your brains and eat your fingers and all that <laughs> weird shit. Uh, so that's honorable mention. Number one. Number two for me was Soulflower Remix uh, as far as honorable mentions go. Number three for me was Other Fish. Number two, Pack the Pipe. And number one was passing me by just because last night when I was doing my notes, I was like, I heard that echo and I was like, nope, this is one of the best hip hop songs of all time. And I ain't going to fucking deny that. <laughs> nice. I, I like that, uh, that you're all honorable mentions were those. My honorable mention, I'm right there with Matt. Um, I think this first time I'm putting a skip, a skit as an honorable right. mention because it's so good. Um, Quentin's on his way. Like, Yes. That's going to be something I'm saying now. Like, if I'm hanging out with my friends and, like, we're waiting on Dorian, and, like, oh, Dorian's on his way. <laughs> and it's okay. You know, like, it's yes. it's so good. Um, if I'm going to top three, I'm going to go passing me by. Uh, actually, not scratch that. <sighs> number four, passing me by. All right, number four. Uh, number th- <laughs> it doesn't even get oh, it on. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's upgraded. Like oh, breaking the rules. Breaking the rules. Number three, like I'm going to go uh, Yamama. Uh, number two on the DL. And my favorite track for sure, Pack the Pipe. I don't know, man. Dude. The pipe, the pipe. Let's pack the pipe. Like, I'm going to be playing that, dude, every time I get hat on. That's, that's another one that you have to listen to, like, with headphones. Because it's, like, two different tracks in either ear i think it's two different members of it doing that verse side by side and you can only like you hear it perfectly if you have earbuds in yeah that that's maybe do some maybe do some green drugs if you know what i'm talking about and then do it and you'll really be able to hear it because that's about where i was last night (laughs) that mean eat a lot of salad yeah uh i had a lot of i had a lot of zupa toscana there's a lot of kale in it so (laughs) 
<laughs> a lot of kale. Might have been fermented and moldy. Yeah. <laughs> Saw Jesus. <laughs> Why can't you ever let me forget that I have a cabbage for a head? Uh, anywho's, that was Jacob's, or not Jacob, Jesus, fuck. That was Matt's pick for this week. Uh, Bizarre Ride 2 by Farside. It's Matt, that one right there, he's Jacob. Yeah. His old, old Matt, old homeboy Matt's pick <laughs> of Bizarre Ride 2 by the Farside. Uh, and, uh, let's go ahead and tell people what we're doing next week. Let's do it. Do you have to go fetch yours, Jacob, or do you got it? I got mine. All right. What you got, then? So, this is the back. And this is the front. So, it's Clips. Clips? Uh, Lord Holy Willen. shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, Clips, a duo of uh, brothers uh, Pusha T and Malice. Um, their debut album um, with clips under the under the grap the rap duo clips. So, be all ready. Cool, I like that. My man's bringing up. My man's bringing up clips. Bet. Uh, so for this pick next week, we're actually going to have a guest, and this pick is "White Pony" by Deftones, their album from two thousand. Uh, and we're going to be having a very special guest, a guy that I've known for a while. Uh, unfortunately, y'all haven't met him, Jacob and Matt. Uh, but he is also a huge Deftones fan. My man, Jorge, uh, out in Florida. He'll be joining us uh, via Skype to talk about some fucking Deftones. I can't wait. It's cool. That'll be fun. Ready? I'm going back to 1978. Uh, finally going back talking about Rush. Hemispheres. You thought Tool songs were long. You just wait. You just wait. <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> I don't think I've ever listened all the way to Hemispheres. I don't think I've listened to the full thing. It's a very short album, but it's it's got some great instrumental tracks, and I think you guys will enjoy it for the musicianship. Nice. Hell yeah. Clips, Deftones, and Rush next week is going to be hella interesting. Great, yeah. Ready. Great. But this has been... What you spin in episode thirty-five. I'm Dorian, joined all always by Matt and Jacob. We'll be back next week to talk about some great fucking music. Peace out. <laughs>